Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,961. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Denver, North Carolina, with a very special guest by the name of Camry Caruso. Camry, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Now, before I give you a proper introduction and we talk about the very fast world you live in, what's one little thing about you, Camry, that maybe most people don't know? Well, being from New York, you would assume I like the cold, but... I actually hate snow and cold. (laughs) Well, and now you're in North Carolina where you don't get too much of that, right? Yes, it's very nice. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I was just talking to somebody the other day about that, and I love looking at the snow. And how? Oh, I know. It was um, the uh, director of uh, America's Automotive Trust, Tabitha Hammer, and her family's from Vermont, and she was just there, and she was posting some beautiful pictures of the snow. And I was saying, you know, it looked really good, but I don't really like the snow much either unless I'm skiing. So I think I'm right there with you, Cameron. I like to be where it's a little bit warmer. So we get what we call liquid snow here in the Pacific North west with all the rain we get but uh, sounds like you're in the right place well let me give you a proper introduction and we're going to dive into what is going to be a very exciting year for you coming up camry caruso is a 23 year old third generation drag racer who will become the second woman to contest a full season of nhra pro stock racing when she joins the nhra camping world drag racing series in 2022 she's the daughter of pro mod racer mark caruso and will be driving the caruso family racing chevy camaro powered by Titan Racing Engines. And her grandfather, Papa Joe, competed in Super Gas, Top Sportsman, and Pro Mod. So there is definitely motor oil in her family legacy. She first got behind the wheel of a race car when she was just eight years old to compete in the NHRA Junior Dragster League. She advanced to Top Alcohol Dragster, then to Elite Top Dragster and Pro Outlaw 632 on the PDRA circuit. Camry also has earned her finance and marketing degrees from SUNY Empire State College. So we have a bright young woman on our hands today who is also very fast behind the wheel. We'll be back in just a minute to learn more from Camry, but first a word from our sponsors. So give them a little love and we'll be right back. Buckle up. Covercraft has the most complete line of custom seat covers available. Choose between the poly cotton seat savers Endura Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, Leatherette Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, and their durable Carhartt Seat Covers. They're all easy to install and remove, and guess what? They're machine washable too. Easy cleanup to make them look brand new. No more worries about the kids spilling on your seats or your pets damaging your expensive upholstery or leather. Covercraft's quality seat covers protect from damaging pet claws, pet fur, hair, mud, moisture, food, drink spills, drool from permanently damaging your vehicle's fine surfaces. Headrest and armrest covers and color options are also available on many of the styles. And I've got a great offer for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21 at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping with the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Visit Covercraft.com today. 
Last year, I changed my collector car coverage to American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my Orange Crush. But did you know they also insure your valuable collections of automobilia and other collectibles? If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowner's insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. They insure a lot of items, including automobilia, wine, baseball cards, books, figurines, die-cast models, model trains, glassware, sports memorabilia, toys, and a whole lot more. American Collectors Insurance, they've been protecting us enthusiasts since 1976. They provide you with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a long history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Green's here at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Camry, we're back. So I'd love for you to walk me through this process of your career. Now, you you grew up in a family of drag racers, so one would think, okay, that's probably what you're going to be doing. However, that's not always the case. So what inspired you to follow in your uh, grandfather and father's footsteps and become a drag racer? Honestly, I've always loved it since I was younger. It's always been a big part of my life. We've always been racers, but it just recently became a business and not a hobby. Yeah, and that's what I I mentioned in your intro, that you've got two degrees, which are perfect for what you're doing, finance and marketing degrees. So you obviously took some time off to get two degrees and go to college. Were you still racing during that period as well? Yep, I actually didn't take any time off. I went to college all online and got both my bachelor's degrees from online programs. Wow. Well, you were busy. Well, and given what's happened with COVID, some of that's a bit mandatory, but it sounds like you picked two degrees that are going to work really well for your profession. I actually graduated right before COVID hit, so I didn't have any of the mandatory online stuff. Ah, well, it sounds like uh, you got through two degrees very fast. I did. Yeah, given the time frame, you're only 23 years old. Most of the time, people that are about your age are are graduating from college. So uh, kudos to you. You're one bright young woman. Let's talk about your drag racing. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about the different classes you went through for listeners who maybe don't understand some of the progression that happens with drag racing. And then we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up in 2022. It sounds like you have an exciting year. So can you can you walk us through your career? So I started in juniors when I was eight. Then when I turned 16, I moved to super comp. I raced NHRA super comp for a little bit and as well as local bracket races and all of that. And then I moved up to a top dragster, which I raced in PDRA for a few years. And then got a faster top dragster for a few years. Then we moved on up to top alcohol dragster with Randy Meyer racing. And then went back to top dragster for a year. Then made the switch over to door cars and Pro Outlaw 632, which was set up completely like a pro stock car. Mm-hmm. Except was a little bigger and then this year we are going into pro stock 
Wow. Well, let's talk about what's coming up this year because you're only the second woman to venture into contesting a, a full season with NHRA Pro Stock. Although I've had a lot of women on the show who are race car drivers and several who are dragster racers. Uh, what does that mean for you to be kind of forging a, a way for women in the sport? I'm excited for it. I think it's a great opportunity for everybody involved, really. Like the first girl to do it is Erica, and she definitely has a high standard to beat because she's amazing at what she does. She's won championships and races and has done a great job. So just to compete in the same class is exciting. Oh, no doubt. It sounds like it's going to be fun. So what does your year look like coming up in 2022? When does the season start? Uh, what are some of the places you're going to be going to race? Do you guys travel a lot and go to a lot of different tracks up and down the eastern seaboard? Or are you all over the country? So we start in February and then we start in Pomona and then I believe we go to Phoenix, then Vegas, I believe, then we go to Houston, then Gainesville, Florida. Yep, so it goes Pomona, Phoenix, Gainesville, Vegas, Houston, Charlotte, which we won't race at this year, Epping, Bristol, Norwalk, Denver, Sonoma, Seattle, Topeka. So we're all over the place. There's a total of 18 races and it starts February 17th. So we are a little less than two months away. Wow. That's incredible. Titan Racing Engines is owned by Jim Whiteley and Eric Latino. And that is where I'm working now, helping out on the finance side and the marketing side and all of that. So Yes, my dad and grandpa are huge parts of the racing program here at Titan, but they we I don't work for them. You mentioned something there working in the finance and marketing area. So in addition to your racing, are you also helping the team in those areas that are uh, where you focused on your education? The race team is not my full-time job. I work for Right Trailers as well, dealing with all of their sponsored drivers and racing trailers and then Titan Racing Engines is my full-time job that I do the marketing and the financial stuff for. So it sounds like you're not busy at all, Camry. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> wow. I think busy is the best way. Yeah, absolutely. This is very cool. When you think about the racing side of your world, because you've got many facets to this diamond that you are, what's your favorite thing about the racing? I think that being able to do it is with my family there, my mom is excited to come a bunch this year. My dad and papa will be at every race. I think it'll be good. That's probably my favorite part. And then the other part that I love is everybody you meet along the way. Oh, absolutely. Do you find being a woman in this sport, which is still somewhat unique, a big part of what drives you when you think about young girls or women coming to the races and seeing a woman get in the car and drive? Are people sometimes surprised by that? Or do you feel like you're a bit of a, a mentor for young people that these are opportunities that they didn't think existed? I think people are still more surprised than they should be. There's no reason girls can't do exactly what guys do in racing. Erica has proved that more than anybody else. I try to just do my best and I don't really separate myself like, oh, I'm a girl. So here there's different standards. I kind of I go out there. I try to win. I try to do good and I try to be a role model for anybody who is at the racetrack watching great way to be. When you think about what I call driving inspirations or people who are key mentors in your life, who've been very influential and helpful in your lives, who are some of those folks in your world? Definitely my dad and my grandpa and my mom. 
I always love to watch all the girl racers. So whether it be Erica or Angel or anybody else, really, Angie Smith. I just try to know what I want to accomplish and follow those who have already accomplished it. What is your big, hairy, audacious goal for 2022? I want to win the championship in Pro Stock our first year out, which a lot of people think I'm crazy to want, but that's okay. Yeah, why wouldn't you want that? You're a racer. Every racer wants to win. That's that's the reason for being there. So there you go. Now, if you were going to advise other people who want to get into your field of racing, what are some of the ways that you would be their mentor, be their advisor to help them take the path or follow along in your footsteps, if you will, uh, to be able to have a career in the area that you have a career in? I would say always start in a slower class, like maybe super street or super stock or super comp. Don't just go straight to pro stock or pro mod or any of those classes. I think seat time is the biggest key. Absolutely. As it is in pretty much every kind of racing. We're going to take a short break. We come back. I want to talk about a challenge, one challenge. I'm sure you've faced many because racing is fraught with lots of challenges. But one big challenge that really set you back, perhaps, but something that you overcame and learned from. So keep that thought in mind and we'll be right back. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars Yeah, and I know that women make great techs. That's why I support the nonprofit Tech Force Foundation and its Women Techs Rock initiative to ensure women see themselves in the profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at techforce.org today. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARS Yeah when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So let's talk about this, Camry. When it comes to challenges, racing is, uh, that's what racing's all about, is challenges. So if you'd share one big challenge along the way in your career that really kind of maybe pushed you back a little bit or made you think about, hmm, was this the right choice? I'd love for you to share that. But more importantly, what was that lesson it taught you so that you could go forward in a positive way? Honestly, um, my dad and papa came to me with the Prozac idea. I kind of called them crazy. I was like, what? There's no way that we could pull this off in this amount of time. But I packed up and moved to Denver, North Carolina, and it's all worked out really well. And it's definitely helped me grow as a person 
and not just as a racer. So what makes that jump to pro stock, at least for you, what made it so challenging? Well, I had to move to Denver, North Carolina for starters. That was one of the rules of what came with the pro stock team is you need to be there to run it. I've lived at home my entire life. I'm very close to my parents and my grandpa. So being away from all my family and my friends at home was a huge jump. Mm -hmm. And then starting a new job, I worked for Closing USA doing mortgages for about a year and a half probably a little over a year when I moved here. So a change in job, a change of scenery, and moving away from all my friends and family. Yeah, that's a huge... Pro stock yeah. deal. Yeah, that's a huge challenge for anybody at any age. I'm sure you're aware that you're very fortunate because a lot of young kids, they can't wait to get out of the house and leave. And obviously you have a great tight relationship with your, your grandfather and your parents, which is not so unique, but it's pretty cool, I think. But do you think that that nudge that was required to go into pro stock was a really, really important part of your growth process? A lot of people can't wait to leave home. I was kind of the opposite. I liked being home. I like my parents live very close to each other, about eight minutes door to door. So I was content with being at home. But I think that the push to kind of, okay, if we want to run pro stock, this is how it has to be, has helped me grow as a person because I appreciate my family so much. I've always appreciated them a ton, but I appreciate them so much more now that I don't get to see them every day. Sure, absolutely. What were some of the biggest uh, growing, I should say growing or learning things that happened to you when you were uh, you had to move to Denver? So it's only been about a month and a half since I've been here. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're still learning. <laughs> I'm still learning. Perfect example that you don't realize this things you need to know how to do is my shower does not like to drain very fast. So okay. <laughs> I was calling my dad last night. I'm like, what do I do? How do I fix this? Yeah. <laughs> so having like a house to take care of is very different. Um, yeah. You don't realize how much your parents do until they no longer do it. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. Uh, you know, we heard that with our kids once they went away too. Like I had to dust the corner yesterday. Like I always had chores at home. Like I did the laundry and the dishes and that's <laughs> <Dust> the corners. <laughs> but like I never even thought to like clean out my like the bottom of the dishwasher. I'm like, I didn't know I had to do that. I thought it did it all by itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, you know, this is a, a nice a nice thing for everyone to learn when they leave. I think that happens with everyone as they realize just how much their parents really do for them. Uh, that goes unnoticed, I guess, in a way, because it just happens magically, but not so, not so. So uh, yeah, all part of that uh, growing and learning process, right? And trying to cook every night, like, that is, <laughs> that is the big, I'm like, I don't even know what to cook anymore. I cooked the same thing for the past two weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, that's another challenge, too. Those dinners don't magically appear on your table. And, and the other part of that is, uh, yeah, learning to cook, especially for a, a, an athlete like you, healthy, so that, um, you know, you stay in good health and all that uh, as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Very, but it's like, you can't make that. That's not healthy. I'm like, all I know how to make. <laughs> I, I don't know. know what to tell you. I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, you know, all the time you're a kid, you're thinking, why can't I eat cookies before dinner or a piece of cake for breakfast? And then when you move out on your own, you realize, oh, yeah, that's not a very good idea. No, no. Very good. Well, great, great life lessons. Yeah, I bought keto cheesecake at the grocery store yesterday thinking it would be a really good alternative. Okay. But 
It was actually really gross. It sounds terrible. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was really gross, and I don't suggest it. Yeah, toss that out as fast as you can. Yeah, I like to ask guests about a special vehicle in their life. Now, you're still a, a young woman. However, you've sat in more vehicles than most average 23-year-olds. So is there one special vehicle? Now, this could be a car you've owned, or it could be one of your race cars that really made a significant impact on your life. Um, so my race car version would be my t- one of my top directors. She was a Danny Nelson. Her name was Lola. <laughs> we had been through more races and more like challenges than any other race car in my life. We had her for two years. We sold her. Then I drove her for the new owners and then we bought her back Whoa. and then sold her again. That's why. Well, Lola spent a lot of time in your life. Yes. When we sold her the first time, I had no thought that I would drive her again. And then the new owners were like, so do you still want to drive? Wow. All right. So I drove for them and then we bought her back. She was a supercharged car. She had a blower on her and everything. And then we bought her back and put a pro charger on her. And then we sold her again. So that was probably my favorite race car. And then my favorite regular vehicle is my current Tahoe that I just bought a few months ago. Oh, cool. Cool. Is it a newer car or used car? Yep. It's a 2021 Chevy Tahoe RST. Very cool. I love it. You know, I drove a... uh... I used to race vintage cars and I drove a, a Lola. So uh, now that car was named Lola. It was a sports racer. But where did you come up with the name Lola? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it just popped in your head. Like, I have no idea. I name all my cars. My Tahoe's name is Tessa. My 632 car name was Bentley. So I don't know. You know, I wonder if this is a male-female thing because my son... Well, actually, my son did name his car, so I don't think so. My daughter named all her cars. I've never named any of my cars, except for my current toy car, which I call my Orange Crush, but that's not really a name. It's a defining, kind of a defining thing. I'm going to crawl into your head and be a bit of a car psychologist for you today. If you were manifest as a vehicle, what would Camry be, but more importantly, why? See, this is the only question on your sheet that I did not have an answer to. (laughs) Well, let me help you with this because I'm your car psychologist today, okay? So this is about not what you want to be. This is about how you perceive the woman in the mirror, your idiosyncrasies, your personality, who you think you are as a vehicle. So for instance, some of my guests have said, well, I'm a Ford F-150 truck because I just kind of get it done. Others maybe a little more sleek, a little more racy, a little more sporty. So how do you perceive yourself? Uh, yeah, I still don't have an answer um, that question at all. I just, like, my goals, I just find a way to do them and get them done and kind of just move on. I don't really know what that would be. <laughs> well, I got to say, you're the only, the second person in 1,961 people that won't answer that question. And the other one was a woman. I have no clue, honestly. All right. Well, I'll let you get away with it, but just for the day. But I want you to think about that a little bit. It's kind of a unique question. Uh, definitely nobody's probably ever asked you that one before. No. What are some ways you like to give back to others in the automotive industry or sector or racing? I don't know that it really is only to the automotive sector, but I like to always donate to things and round up. And my mom runs, helps run a nonprofit thing for senior citizens at home where 
we get them Christmas gifts and everything for those who are a little less fortunate and don't have family around anymore. So I don't know that it just relates to the automotive sector, but I always like to do charity stuff. Very nice. How about a great book? Is there a book you've read you'd like to share? So I don't really read a whole lot, but there was this one book that I did like. It's called Girl, Stop Apologizing. I know it sounds weird, but it's actually really good. I think that everybody should honestly read it, guys and girls, because it kind of teaches you that, like validates that it's okay to have different dreams than others, but you don't need their approval. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that book's by uh, Rachel Hollis, and uh, it's been recognized. It's been suggested a couple times here on Cars, yeah. You can also get a great uh, uh, audio version of that that the author actually narrates the book, is the word I'm looking for, narrates the book as well. And uh, I have not read it myself, but I think maybe I should give it a listen. I know my wife has and my daughter has, so uh, I believe my son as well. He's the one that first told me about that book, so uh, his wife had told him. So great book recommendation. So I'm going to take you or allow you to go on the ultimate drive today, Camry. You get to pick a vehicle. You get to pick anybody in the world to be with or someone that maybe has passed. And you get to be going anywhere. What does the ultimate drive look like for you? Honestly, I'd probably go to Disney. I love Disney. I want to go to all of the Disney parks in the world. I've been to the Florida one. And this year, uh, this coming year, when we're out in California, I'm going to go to the Disneyland out there. What would we be driving? Um, uh, if I had to choose like a rental car that I could use for the day or the drive, probably the new Escalades. They're really nice. Would be with my friends and family. Yeah, you could put them all in that Escalade. I know. It's a very big car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> probably just talk about our goals and see what everything, what's going on. When you get to Disneyland and you jump in those little car rides, you're going to be very disappointed because they're super slow. <laughs> maybe skip that ride. Well, you've taken us on a fun ride today. I'd love for you to leave us with maybe a success quote, a mantra, or some words of inspiration. I kind of try to live by, if it's meant to be, it'll be. Because if not, I stress about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. If it's meant to be, it will be. How can people follow along with you and your racing in the coming year? Um, We are on Instagram as Camry Caruso Motorsports and Caruso Family Racing, as well as Facebook and YouTube. There you go. I'll make sure I put links to all of those on Camry Show Notes page so you can follow her in the upcoming uh, racing season. We wish you the best success and a lot of wins. Uh, I want to do a thank you shout out to Elon Werner at Tony Fay Public Relations for introducing me to Camry today. Camry, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise. I wish you the best success in the upcoming racing season. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you at the racetrack. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.